When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and you can always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. No Mike Greenberg today. You get Amber Wilson and Michael Rostein hanging out with you. We appreciate all of your phone calls. The phone line has been lit. We will get back to them in just moments. 888-SAY-ESPN. Keep them coming. 888-729-3776. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light. With the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, it'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone throughout his career. JJ Watt has been in the zone himself, Michael, and huge breaking news out of the NFL. JJ Watt has announced that he is retiring, something that frankly, maybe we could have seen coming after that uh, Christmas Day loss to the Bucks uh, when the Cardinals fell to that team. J.J. Watt exited that game very emotional. He walked off the field incredibly emotional. It seemed like that was going to be his last home game. Arizona has a couple of games on the road here coming up. He's, of course, been one of the most dominant defensive players over the last decade. He's 33 years old. He was a former number 11th overall pick out of Wisconsin. He went on to earn five first-team All-Pro nominations, Five Pro Bowl appearances. He ranks fifth among all active players in total career sacks. He is one of just three players in NFL history to be named NFL Defensive Player of the Year on three different occasions. He is absolutely headed, of course, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. So a heck of a career as he hangs it up for J.J. Watt, Michael. Yeah, without question. The thing, however, with J.J. Watt, for all of that you just said, the thing that stands out the most to me is the last thing that you said. The Walter Payton Man of the Year winner after raising millions for Houston following Hurricane Harvey. Because I don't know if you remember much of that. Obviously, you live in an area in Tampa where hurricanes happen all the time. So you maybe were even more attuned to it than I was. He was everywhere mm-hmm. with that. And yeah, you see athletes help out. You do. You see it whenever there's crises. You look at Clarissa Shields, the... Uh, one of the pound, our pound for pound best female boxer in the world. She's from Flint, Michigan. She helps out and brings up the Flint water crisis every chance that she gets. It's something very personal to her. But JJ Watt, like he did that for his people in Houston with Hurricane Harvey, and you just don't see athletes all the time doing it. It's why when an athlete like JJ Watt steps out that much into his community, is willing to donate his time, willing to donate his money and willing to donate his name to draw more attention to something, that, to me, is more important than anything he did on the field. But what he did on the field, Amber, of course, led to him being able to do that in the community. But that's a human thing. That's a life thing, a real-life thing. That's way more important than anything he did on the field. And I think that is one of the things that J.J. Watt will be most remembered for for the rest of his life. Absolutely. What he did for that community there in Houston. I mean, we can't say enough about it. I do think that's the first thing on his resume, right, if you will, or the first thing after his name is Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. And that is, I would imagine, 
the biggest accomplishment he would say he had as well. Certainly we know about his accomplishments on the football field. I don't even think I mentioned that he was a member of the 2010s all-decade team. I mean, he's been one of the best defensive players in the league for so long now that it certainly won't feel quite the same without him out there. Uh, He walked off the field on Sunday, and he stopped, and he looked around, and he had tears in his eyes, according to everybody on the beat in that moment. And some people were tweeting out about it. And so it seemed ominous, Michael, that he was going to hang it up. A lot of people kind of saw this coming at the point he's at in his career. Still a very young guy, uh, still has a lot ahead of him. Maybe he'll end up behind a microphone like one of us at some point here. I could see that for J.J. Watt uh, or continue impacting his communities as well with everything that he still continues to do, by the way, uh, from the charitable perspective. But no matter what he ends up doing, he'll always go down as one of the best defensive players, certainly of this generation and absolutely a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, there's no question about that. And listen, you look at that exit from Houston, right? And even how he handled the exit from Houston was so much more classy and gracious that we see a lot of players who know they need to leave and their time is up handle it. And he ends up in Arizona. He's he played well, I think, for the Cardinals. Yeah, in I mean, the couple the Card- years that he was there, legitimately, I, I, the Cardinals have an issue now because I, I mean, they don't have anybody who can immediately slide in and fill that void that's going to be left. By yeah, JJ well. Watt now, so I mean, yeah, he play, I mean, he, you know, he still has he still has something left in the tank here, but you know, it's a, certainly there's nothing wrong with going out when you could still come back if you really wanted to. Yeah, but at some point, I mean, listen, JJ Watt has played, he's played twelve seasons, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, NFL players, when I talk with them, and I talk with them a lot, being in the locker room with the Atlanta Falcons before that, the Detroit Lions, ten. Like, 10 is that number. And once you've passed, like, 5, 6, because the NFL average is 3, Amber, as both of us know, when you get to 5 or 6, you want to hit 10. And then anything after 10, it's a year-to-year proposition for so many players, except for maybe quarterbacks. He hit those 10 in Houston, and he said, you know what, I want to keep rolling here. I want to have maybe one more ride. He went to Arizona for a couple of years. And honestly, if I'm J.J. Watt, I'm looking at it in Arizona. It's a messed-up situation. You're possibly having a new coach. We'll see what happens with Cliff Kingsbury here at the end of the season. It has not gone well either one of the years that you've been there. I, I yeah, I get it. I you get don't want to be part like, of it. Yeah, anymore. I guess why you're like, you know what? I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with this. He yeah. has nine, nine and a half sacks this year. It's actually his best like season since 2018, which is the last time he was a Pro Bowler and mm-hmm. an All Pro when he had 16 sacks. And remember, this is a guy too, and I think a lot of people forget this for. A chunk of his career, really, there was two years in Houston, and then even a little bit towards the end in Houston, he was dealing with injury after injury. There were questions of whether or not he would come back to this sort of level, period, after the 2016 and 2017 seasons, and he has done that. He's shown he can do that. Other than winning a Super Bowl and getting to a Super Bowl, I'm not much. I'm not sure there's much else that J.J. Watt can do in the NFL, and at some time, you have a young kid, you're married, you want to go on and see what that next step is. And I've covered like a guy like Calvin Johnson, whenever we see a guy retire before they're absolutely out of gas, I think of Calvin. And the way Calvin handled it and walked away after 10 seasons, J.J. played two more. But you see more and more guys saying, you know what? This was great for me. This did so much for my life. Now I'm ready to find out what's next. Right. I, I mean, it feels like a good time. I mean, you mentioned like he'd been trending downwards 
for years here, but he had a good season on a bad team. It's a dumpster fire in Arizona. I mean, I wouldn't continue to want to be part of that. <laughs> and I never even got the opportunity to play football, Michael. So I can understand why maybe you wouldn't see your future there. And he's at a point where you mentioned it. He has accomplished everything you can accomplish in the league except for winning a ring. And he ain't going to do that uh, by staying with the Arizona Cardinals, no. or at least it doesn't seem like it right now, the way that things have been going in Arizona. But on Christmas Day, after that game, after that loss to the Bucks, his wife was on the field. There's a bunch of pictures of J.J. Watt with his newborn baby. And he just had a baby. And there's more to life, right, than just that career. And I guess he knows it. And so he's transitioning to the next best part of his life, a life after football. And so J.J. Watt hanging it up, again, breaking news. J.J. Watt announced it himself on his social media that he is retiring at the end of the season. He has played his last game at home in Arizona. They have a couple games coming up against the Falcons and against the 49ers on the road, and that'll be a wrap then for J.J. Watt. Coming up next here on Greeny, Amber Wilson and Michael Rostein filling in for Mike Greenberg today. More on your Tua calls. The phone line is lit over Tua Tungavaloa. We appreciate it. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. We will get back to your calls. That after Michael tells you about FanDuel. NFL Wild Card Weekend, it's almost here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That's just $5. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. That's P-L-A-Y. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. That's P-L-A-Y. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770 stop in Louisiana 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee Greeny, the podcast This show is sponsored by BetterHelp We all carry around different stressors I do, you do, we all do Big, small And when we keep them bottled up As I sometimes have had happen in the past It can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We appreciate your phone calls. Maybe not Ryan's so much, but we certainly do appreciate your calls here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are going to get back to your phone calls. The phone line is lit when it comes to Tua Tungvaloa, who, of course, was placed in concussion protocol, according to head coach Mike McDaniel. He informed team doctors on Monday, a day after that loss to the Green Bay Packers, that he was experiencing concussion symptoms. He has been placed in concussion protocol. We don't actually know if he suffered a concussion on Sunday yet, but we do know he's in protocol, a player who seemingly suffered two other concussions already this season. Uh, um, before we get to that, I just would love to know what Ryan's coffee order actually was. So, Ryan, if you're still listening, can you call <laughs> no, back? No, and just, Ryan. I just want to know. Hearing from I just you. Wa- I just want to know whether he's like one of these people that's still trying to get pumpkin spice in December, or if he's got some peppermint bark going on in there, or if he's like me, a crazy human, and I just get an un- black unsweetened iced tea of the Trenta variety because I need all that caffeine. Go, Coffee's you, for closes on. Don't knock the to, pumpkin spice, by the way. Well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with some pumpkin spice in your life but it ain't pumpkin spice season anymore uh because fall is over but second of all uh you go to starbucks to get black tea on yes. ice yes wow that is a weak starbucks order I well okay a- i don't i don't drink coffee or well, i try not to drink coffee ever because that that trenta what i used to do is i would get the cold brew which is that strong yes. strong that's like, the, that's co- gasoline yeah. from starbucks. i would, I would get, get two going. i would get two of those what? a day the Trentus, this is before it was even on the menu, is an off-menu item, and I would still be falling asleep at 3.30, 4 o'clock, so I said, well, you know what? I need to make changes in my life, Amber Wilson, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to quit coffee cold turkey. You know what? That was hard. I can't even <laughs> imagine how hard that was. Uh, I am not. I'll drink the coffee for you then, Michael, since you're anti-coffee. We could talk about coffee all day here on Greenie, but we probably should get back to the Tua Tungavaloa subject, one that, frankly, has become controversial. I mean, people really want to weigh in on Tua, who has now seemingly suffered maybe a third concussion here in a single season. Robert Griffin III, he's ESPN's NFL analyst. He knows a little something about playing in the league at that position. He was on Monday Night Football Countdown. He was asked about the situation with Tua. Here was RG3. For him to play an entire half of football with a concussion and it be unnoticed, I mean, that's just really concerning. It's frightening. We've seen guys retire yeah. due to head injuries, whether it be Luke Keekley. I had a teammate, Jordan Reed, who was on pace to be one of the greatest tight ends ever, who had to retire because yeah. of concussions. So when I think about this with Tua, I agree with Boog. 
he shouldn't play anymore this season. It, they'll say, hey, he's only had two because the first one wasn't uh, a head injury, but we all saw visibly that he was shaken. Uh, so I just I just hope they do right by Tua in this situation. And you know he's going to want to play because as players, we want to play. But take care of the person over the player. Do what's right for his family for the yes. long-term future. Here is one thing I will say about this, because all this conversation is being had about Tua, and I think it's a very important one, Michael, but I guess I do find it a little peculiar, and maybe this is the Dolphins fan and me feeling it all defensive, but I feel it, I feel like it's a little peculiar that we spend so much time on this situation, this particular player. He's not the only player, by any means, who suffered multiple concussions in a single season. He's not even the only player at that position that has, right? I mean, somebody tweeted to me, and you can tweet to me at Amber W Sports. You can tweet to him at Michael Ra- or at Mike Rothstein. Right? I always get that wrong when we work together. Yeah, he goes it's Mike on Twitter. He goes Michael in person. It's very confusing. It's at Mike Rothstein on Twitter uh, is how you can reach him. But somebody had tweeted to me about Kenny Pickett, and that person is absolutely correct because, of course, Kenny Pickett has now suffered multiple concussions as well this season, and yet you don't hear much conversation about how Kenny Pickett should retire already from the NFL or how he shouldn't play moving forward. And you do hear that conversation around Tua. And I don't know if that's just because Tua is is a bigger star. He was a bigger star coming out of college. So he's automatically a bigger star in the NFL or what the situation is there. But he's not the only one. Well, yeah, but I think that honestly, I think what the difference is, yes, people know Tua a little bit more than Kenny Pickett, but it's also that both of Tua's Potential concussive issues here, or two of the three, happened in nationally televised games where everybody was watching. Because if it happens at 1 o'clock on a Sunday, you see it maybe if you're watching Red Zone, you see it in a highlight, and then you, or you might not see it at all, and then you move on with your day, you move on with your life. If you were watching the NFL and you're an NFL watcher, you were watching Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night games, and those are when those things have happened in exclusive windows. So I think that's part of why the conversation has been so strong about Tua. Plus, the imagery from week four, when he was on the field and his hands were involuntarily moving, and I'm just blanking on what that is called right now, that was such a, a painful sight to see, Amber, that I think that now anything regarding Tua, people will automatically in their brains go back to that. And that is the other part of this. But Kenny Pickett, I think, did did right by himself by pulling him out. And if let's yeah, let's have that conversation. Well, he self reported, right? right. And, and so did Tua here. Now Kenny Pickett yeah. has said that he felt fine at first. He he absorbed a big hit, so kind of a different situation. Big hit from Roquan Smith when they were playing the Ravens. He hit his head on the turf, right? So same sort of thing then. Uh, with Tua, then the rookie quarterback exited the game. He went to the injury tent. He was evaluated for a concussion. He was cleared. He re-entered the game. This is why it gets so complicated. Because again, pulls himself out. They clear him. He gets evaluated. They clear him. Concussions, not always easy to diagnose. And you and I have been talking about it. The brain, so complex, right? There's more to this than just, it's not just black and white. He has one or he doesn't have one. But then over the course of the next three series, Kenny Pickett started to notice changes in his vision setting in. He knew something was wrong, self-reported again when he walked off the field and then is pulled. And so again, you have to, in my opinion, have the awareness from the actual players hey, this could harm your entire future, the rest of your life. I know this game is important to you, but this is bigger than just football, and you need to 
and a part be a part of this process. Like we're trying to protect you and you have to be an active participant in being protected because it just doesn't seem like from the outside looking in absent, you know, huge hit. We all see it. It's obvious the, the, you know, the hand situation with Tua or when he was stumbling, when he got up, those sorts of things should not have been missed back then when they were, frankly, immediately should have been placed in protocol. That's an easy situation, but something like with what happened to Kenny Pickett, not an easy situation. He was even immediately cleared. And so you have to have the player be an active participant in the their own process of being protected. Let's get to some of these phone calls. Triple Eight State ESPN. Chuck is in North Carolina. Chuck, what do you have for us on Tua? Hey, great show. Um, this is my, my perspective. I just look slight background. I'm retired um, doctor and a former Division One basketball athlete, but I've coached a lot of young men. Tua is playing for a big time contract. Number one. Mm-hmm. Self-reporting, is, 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 to me, is not even something you should even do at this point where you can expect it because players players have been playing with head injuries for years, knowing there's problems, and that's why old CTE has been an issue. If you look at what occurred with Tua, and I heard other callers saying there's too many players on the field to monitor, that's crap. I have friends who play in the NFL, and the NFL knows if you have a dietary need. They know if you have an allergy, and they can, they can allot for all of that. They should have a definite person watching every play that Tua has, whether he gets hit in the head by a hand slap, if he gets an elbow or a shoulder, or he falls on the ground. Every single play. And when he comes off, you bring him off like, hey, we're just checking, do a, I don't know, do a wildcat play and make sure he's all right, because he is the franchise. Like, currently, Miami doesn't have any options. So right now, he is the franchise, and he's looking for a big payday. So I think his negligence, and I think his, I think his family right now already contacted an attorney because they got an easy lawsuit, especially with the CTE in the, um, in the atmosphere already. We're already talking about head injuries, and they, they are setting themselves up for poor management. And I think their coach is a, a smart guy, but I don't think the overall management of a team, what it takes to be a head coach, He's grasping because I think the two is an easy. I think is an easy um, fix. You have Shut- somebody. Thanks so much for the call. We're up against the clock, so I got to cut you off. But I appreciate the call. Uh, the lawyer in me does not agree with you about the easy, about <laughs> the easy lawsuit angle, a di- assumption of the risk. I mean, the problem is protocols were followed here, and that's the whole thing. Like we can have a conversation about what happened there with two in week three. Fine. The thing is, protocols were followed. Actually, protocols have been followed by the Miami Dolphins all season long. Even though we've all been very critical of this organization when it comes to this particular player, protocols were followed. We could have a conversation about whether the protocol for the NFL should be different. But these guys are out there knowing the risk that's associated with playing football and your head hitting the turf and you getting a concussion is one of those risks. It comes with the game. It is a tackle sport. So I don't agree on terms of the the legality angle, but maybe we do agree in terms of the health angle because first and foremost, the health of these players certainly should be paramount. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. All right, coming up next, we will have more on our breaking news involving J.J. Watt. Also, we haven't even touched on the Nathaniel Hackett firing. How desirable is that Denver Broncos job? We're going to discuss all of that, plus we We'll get back to phone calls later in the show as well. We appreciate you. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Greeny is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. No Mike Greenberg today. You get Amber Wilson and Michael Rothstein. You're welcome, America. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Mike Rothstein. You can give me a follow as well at Amber W Sports. We have been spending a lot of time on the Tua Tonga-Valoa conversation. Tua is back in concussion protocol again. The phone line has been lit. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. We will get back to your phone calls, but we got to hit some of these other stories as well around the NFL. To do that, let's bring in Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer. And Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us on this holiday week. Let's start here with the breaking news that just happened in the NFL. J.J. Watt is calling it a career. Uh, The three-time NFL defensive player of the year winner, of course, as well, the Walter Payton Man of the Year award winner. He's got all the all pros. He's got all the Pro Bowls. J.J. Watt has done it all. What do you make of him hanging it up at 33 years old? Well, uh, Amber, great to be with you. And you know, my first instinct when I saw that is to try to confirm it. I, I haven't seen a confirmation anywhere yet. Uh, I made a few calls to Arizona. I haven't heard back yet. So uh, it appears that that is a retirement announcement, you know. So uh, but we, we will see. And, uh, you know, play, he played really well the other night. Like, he had multiple sacks, was in the back, living in the backfield, really. So, if he keeps playing like that for maybe the final two games, maybe he'll change his mind, come back another year. But, uh, you know, he's had a good run. He's had a lot of injuries. So, you know, that plus having you know, his first child might have him uh, re- rethinking his, uh, his path post-football. Yeah, just to be clear, our Josh Weinfuss, who you worked with on a great story that we're going to get to in about two seconds, confirmed that J.J. Watt is, in fact, retiring. He put, he put that oh, on Twitter you. a little bit ago. But I do want to hit on that story 
that you guys wrote last week about Cliff Kingsbury, the Kyler Murray situation in Arizona, there were words like, this is not tenable. This is not sustainable. How bad is it in Arizona? Is there any way that you think that this can be salvaged, or are we looking at some sort of divorce at the end of the season? So I do believe it's salvageable, crazy as that sounds, because yeah, I've talked to some people in Arizona that um, – that I trust, and granted, uh, there hasn't been a decision yet on, on Kingsbury's future, but they think there's a path to Cliff Kingsbury staying there because he's had really no GM all season. Uh, it's been a personal department in flux, and they've had crazy injuries. So uh, that could give him a pass here a little bit. We'll see, though. So it, it's I don't know. The, the relationship between Kyler Murray and, and Cliff Kingsbury is at the heart of the problem. Um, that would have to improve somehow. Now, they have a lot of shared history. So maybe they can come to a sweet spot, and if they can get better offensive line play, better offensive line personnel, I think they can go a long way for both of them to just kind of feel comfortable because, um, really, they just couldn't move the ball all year, and, and that was part of the frustration. So if they're having more success, um, maybe, it, maybe it comes to that. But Calamar is probably not going anywhere. You know, he'd be hard to trade, and, you know, he's got a lot of money guaranteed next year. So, yeah, it's, it, it really seems up in the air. I, th- I think they can coexist, but they would have to sort of improve the dynamic and, and improve the communication. You know, really, from what I understand, there'd be pockets of time where they, they wouldn't really talk a whole lot or there'd have to be a buffer there between the two. You know, a quarterback and a head coach don't have to be best friends, but especially when they're running the offense together, essentially, there has to be better communication. Now they have to figure out uh, how to shore up that hole left by J.J. Watt's retirement as well. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer, joining us here on Greeny, Amber Wilson and Michael Rothstein filling in for Mike Greenberg. All right, let's get to it, Jeremy. Everyone's been wanting to talk to us about Tua today. He enters concussion protocol once again, self-reported concussion symptoms on Monday to team doctors. Was there anything nefarious, as you understand it, that went on here? Were protocols followed in terms of the Dolphins and the NFL? What have you made of this news? You know, there's a lot to process there because, you know, you feel for the player. Um, I, I think from the Dolphins' standpoint, you know, I've been told that they haven't made any sort of firm determination about his next two weeks. They're, they're really just trying to take the concussion protocol, you know, at its process, let it play out. Um, see how he progresses through the steps and then, you know, make any sort of determination necessary, knowing that Teddy Bridgewater will take a majority of the practice reps starting Wednesday. And so, um, yeah, they're going to be cautious with him. I I don't think they're going to rush him back in any stretch, you know, especially what he's been through. They were cautious the first time, uh, or at least the the, the second concussion, you know, when he went out on that Thursday night, they held him out multiple games out of um, just to be very safe and, and to try to help the players. So, Right now, it's tough with concussions because it is a case-by-case basis, and we don't know all the details of exactly what he's dealing with and the symptoms right now. But I would be pretty surprised if he played at least this week. Now, we're talking to Jeremy Fowler, our ESPN NFL senior writer here on Greeny on ESPN Radio. And Jeremy, I, I want to look at another quarterback that has been dealing with head-neck injuries this year, but has said he will come back next year, and that is Matthew Stafford. Do you get the sense that this was a always lock for Stafford to return, or was some of that smoke that was being talked about by myself, by others, maybe a little real that there was at least consideration that maybe Matthew Stafford would walk away? Yeah, uh, Mike, I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, he's been a player who's often injured, as you know, you know, covering him in the past. 
Um, those injuries add up in a hurry when you hit your 30s. That's probably what J.J. Watt is dealing with a little bit right now. You know, so there's frustration that comes with that, especially when you're rehabbing and you're out of games like he is right now. Um, but this is a guy who just signed a, a four-year deal for $40 million a year just last offseason, you know, less than a year ago, signed that deal back in March. So um, the, the plan is to see that through at least a couple years. You know, next year will be the second year of that deal. So um, I think because of that and because of the fact that the, the Rams have just had one of those years that are forgettable, uh, but it's a prideful team that has a Super Bowl ring and, and a lot of star players. And I think with Cooper Cup in his prime and some of those options, Stafford wants to see that through a little bit so for at least one more year and just to see how it goes. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer, joining us. Uh, we got the word yesterday, Jeremy, that Mike White has been cleared by doctors. He is good to go for the New York Jets. Where does that leave Zach Wilson? What's the latest with the Jets? Well, uh, it's complicated. I mean, Robert Sala saying the right things about how they still have a future with Zach Wilson. You know, I've talked to multiple teams this morning that are very skeptical of that. Um, the cleanest path might be to just hold on to him, knowing that you're going to trade him at some point or try to trade him at some point. And there's not a lot of value right now. So you might even have to hold on to him through the preseason. Uh, you know, showcase him a little bit and try to get his value up to, to get even a late round pick. I mean, that's sort of how dire this is right now. And so Mike White's going to be the guy that, you know, they wanted Mike White to play these last few games, you know, like they like what he was doing. They felt like they could get him the best chance to get back in the playoffs. He just couldn't make it back in time on the cracked ribs. And so they'll roll with him for these last two games, maybe bring him back. He's an unrestricted free agent. They could always re-sign him or, or go like, more of a veteran route, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, who has familiarity with that system. But um, I'd be surprised if Wilson is in the plans beyond this year. I mean, I, I was at that game the other night, and people with the Jets are walking around like they saw a ghost um, because of what happened with Zach Wilson, knowing that this is probably the end. All right, so like we've said a couple things there about Zach Wilson, and you talked about his trade value and his trade market. Do you think teams around the league, seeing what happened with Matt Ryan in Indianapolis, seeing what's happened with other players, yeah. Russell Wilson being one, yeah. would be more hesitant maybe to trade for a quarterback now? So the market might actually not only be light, that might mar- market end up being non-existent. Is that a possibility because of maybe not only what we've seen from Zach Wilson, but what we've seen around the league with quarterbacks being traded for? Yeah, that's a great question, Mike. And I was I was talking to somebody about that uh, today, actually. I mean, look, Deshaun Watson, to an extent, right? Uh, make the big trade for him. He, he has not looked like himself this year so far. Now, some of that could be just missing two years. Uh, and then next year, he'll get a complete reset and we'll be back to, to who he was as, as a top 10 guy. Um, but that's been a little shaky, too. So you're talking about three big trades at the quarterback position, you know, that are an issue. So um, as we saw with Aaron Rodgers and some of the speculation about him going to Denver or wherever, like, you know, Green Bay's smart, right? They know, hey, we got a really good player, a quarterback. We're not going to trade him. Like, I think if a guy gets traded at that position, it's a red flag because you just don't get rid of franchise guys. Now, Deshaun Watson's situation was a little different, but like with Russell Wilson, that was really more. Now that we've learned, Seattle saying like he's not good enough anymore. And that's really what they were saying with that trade. So, yeah, I, I could maybe like a Derek Carr. You know, I could see. Um, he would have value. Like I know a lot of reputable GMs really like him. Um, and some of those GMs will need a quarterback. So like, I, I can see that. And, you know, the Raiders sort of starting over at that position, but, but, you know, he's still a good player and I don't think the Raiders would want to just get rid of him either. So it, it's, 
it's complicated, but I think I do think you're on to something there. That that's a trend that's percolating right now. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer. Happy New Year, Jeremy. Thanks for spending some time with us. Hey, thanks, Amber. Thanks, Mike. Have a good one. Yes, ESPN Radio's cover it has you covered for bowl game action. Tune in tonight for the guaranteed rate bowl coverage begins at 9:30 p.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio and of course on the ESPN app. You're listening to Greeny, Amber Wilson, Michael Rostein filling in for Mike Greenberg today. You can keep your calls coming triple eight say ESPN. But Michael, I wanted to talk to you briefly about that situation with the New York Jets because you seem to think that it's over for Zach Wilson in terms of his time in a New York Jets uniform. And, man, I just have a hard time believing it for the former number 2 overall pick. Well, here's the thing, Amber. We're putting too much of the stock, the where he was drafted into this stock. Like, that's my thing. You watch Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson cannot play. I'm sorry. He could not play at BYU. You already know that. You already feel right. like he cannot play. Like you are, I, you are convinced very, because I mean, okay. we, we didn't see him for the first what four or five games this season because of injury. Right. Then we didn't see when we saw him in street clothes for three games because they decided to go to Mike White. We know last year was a rebuilding process for this Jets team. I, I guess I'm looking at guys like the Trevor Lawrences of the world and the Justin Fields of the world, and I'm like, and even the Tua Tungavaloas of the world, and I'm like, how do you know Zach Wilson can't play? Because if we had just given those guys a, a small sample size, we would have thought none of them could play either. Here's the difference, Amber. Those three guys you just mentioned, they had sterling college resumes. There were no questions about them coming out of college with their college production. There were a lot of questions about Zach Wilson's production coming out of college. Not only that, and this is the second part of my point, I am saying Zach Wilson's done and he can't play specifically in New York. You need to be a different type of quarterback to play in New York. I grew up in just outside New York City. I understand that fan base. When I was a kid, my dad and I would go to games at the old Meadowlands when you'd have Ken O'Brien getting yelled at. Ken O'Brien, a good quarterback, by the way, because they wanted to see Jeff Blake. It is hard to be a quarterback in New York. It is harder to be a rookie quarterback in New York. And once you are starting to fail, and once you're starting to have off-field things happen to you, which Zach Wilson has had, which Mark Sanchez had had, It is almost over for you unless your play can overcome all of that. And nothing we have seen from Zach Wilson can say that his play can overcome even a fraction of that. So, yeah, I think Zach Wilson is very much done in New York. Does he maybe get a chance somewhere else, a media market that maybe is not going to scrutinize everything that he does? It doesn't have the New York Post and Daily News back pages making fun of him every single day? Sure, I think he could have a shot there, but nothing I've seen so far tells me that he can be a competent NFL starter, backup, why not? Starter, no. That's why I'm so hypercritical of the way that the Jets have handled this situation with Zach Wilson, because you're right about that market. But if you're going to let the media and the way that that market covers guys on that team at that position dictate who starts at that position, it's going to be more of the same from the New York Jets, right? Because it, it is a hypercritical market. You're in the number one market in the country. And let's not pretend like Jets fans and Jets media, and yes, I'm saying that with disdain as a Dolphins fan, as Renee is looking at me through the glass, making sure I'm staying honest here, but as a as a Jets media and Jets fans, let's not pretend like they're always right on their no, evaluation. Geno Smith was like to enter the conversation and let you know, hey, it looks pretty good in Seattle 10 years later. Well, Sometimes it, looks, it takes yeah. that long, apparently, for us to figure out that a guy can play well in the NFL. I just don't feel like Zach Wilson's getting the opportunity here to show it. Well, all right. First of all, if we're going to talk about Geno Wilson. Let's let's be real with Geno Wilson. Geno Wilson looked great for half a season. Geno Wilson, 
Sorry, Geno Smith. There he, I'm, thank you. Geno Smith, not Geno Wilson. I'm already conflating the two. Geno Smith looked great in Seattle for half a season. The back half of the season for Geno Smith has not looked good at all. It's why the Seattle Seahawks right now are not playing the same way they were at the start of the season. When they were a hot team, when they were like, oh, they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Maybe they might even win the NFC West. Well, right now they're sitting outside the playoff picture today. Like, Geno Smith is a great story. I think Geno Smith has resurrected his career. Could that happen for Zach Wilson? Sure. I'm just saying it's not going to happen in New York. And my point is not necessarily that it's Zach Wilson or Geno Smith or even Chad Pennington to an extent. Because we had we talked to uh, Herb Edwards last night. And one of the things that he had said was, yeah, he inherited Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington, first-round pick as a quarterback. But guess what Chad Pennington got to do? He got to sit for two or three years. That helped. You cannot play a rookie quarterback in New York. That rookie quarterback will get eaten alive unless his name is Eli Manning. Every quarterback will get eaten alive in I New disagree. York. That's my no, you point. Put a, you put and a you guy cannot who's been allow that there? to dictate who's starting no, under you, center, who gets no. an opportunity to develop. Mike White is going to get that heat next season if Zach Wilson ain't there to take it. Believe that. That is how that market works. We're going to continue on, though. That's how this thing works. Michael Rothstein and Amber Wilson, we're having so much fun filling in for Mike Greenberg today here on Greeny. Maybe we should do it again. Should we run it back? What do you think? Like, maybe we fill in for Barton Hahn next as well? Yeah, I think that sounds like good. Yeah, we can just keep arguing about Zach Wilson we for can, three hours. I can, argue, I can argue the rest of my life about this situation with Zach Wilson with the New York Jets. Also, we can talk about Tua. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN. We will get back to your phone calls during Barton Hahn. 888-729-3776. Plus, one of the greatest defensive players ever in this era has hung it up. All that and more after the break. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.